0: Hi, this is Astro Chris from Coda Queen Astrology and today's video is going to be on the Aquarius new moon. If you're new to my channel, please don't forget to subscribe, hit that notification bell so you'll be notified when I post weekly videos. And for those of you that are returning, thank you so much for being here. Join us in our astro group where I do many live readings every month and have guest hosts in addition to doing ig lives every Wednesday at 6pm pacific standard time the links are going to be in the description below hope to see you there bring your questions so let's get to it the Aquarius new moon is happening on February the 11th 2021 and this new moon is very interesting it has a lot of air energy we have a lot of planets in the sign of Aquarius. This is called a stellium in astrology. It's a concentration of energy. And technically a stellium functions as a mega planet. So whatever planet is involved in the grouping. So the configuration becomes a mega planet. And right here we have Saturn, Jupiter, Venus, Mercury, the moon and the sun all together as a Hellenistic astrologer we use the seven major planets the personal planets and the social planets Uh, those are the strongest and the outer planets they bring more of a psychological influence and more on a global scale so the stadiums are a big deal because when all the personal and social planets are together in one sign that is impacting our lives in every single level and in this stadium the only planet that is not gathered around the energy of aquarius is mars now mars is participating in the aspects because he is making squares to all the planets in aquarius but he's not in the sign of aquarius he happens to be next to uranus which is an outer planet and the only other planet that is not in the configuration other than uranus mars is neptune now neptune and uranus are outer planets so they're not felt as strongly when it comes down to this social and personal planet criteria from this point on you'll continue to hear the age of aquarius how we're entering the age of aquarius how it's the dawn of age of aquarius and um this is one thing that's kind of solidifying now in the, the 1960s we had a similar configuration and back then they started bringing up the age of aquarius there's music around the age of aquarius things like that and Um, this stadium that happened in the 60s also brought a lot of um, interesting developments during that year and we'll cover that later but you know going back to the new moon in Aquarius for us we're seeing that there's a lot of planetary involvement now all these planets are trining the north node particularly um, Mercury is trining the North Node. Now Mercury rules the sign of Gemini where the north north node is at so this is actually a very supporting aspect so we're gonna see a lot of developments in regard to technology in regard to travel in regard to communication fields also short trainings things like that and we know that th- this has been in the works but we're just gonna get flooded with information from this point on sometimes we don't see or feel the developments as they're being worked on but once um you know they're ready to launch the these are projects that were being worked on way before they were launched right so right now it's a lot of inner working a lot of um revamping programs changing things up especially because mercury is retrograde in this chart so we're not going to see a lot of these projects launch or be announced until after mercury goes direct one of the first aspects i would like to discuss is the square that mercury has with mars now when mercury and mars come together this becomes a little bit of a forceful communicator Um, especially when there's a square and that's what they're doing they're squaring each other so there's tension there this can be um, bringing some type of hostility especially a verbal like a verbal argument verbal hostility so we might hear more things in the media where people are expressing themselves in a very um, you know abrupt and forceful way because it is Mars now um venus is the ruler of taurus and mars is in a in taurus right now so venus is under the command of saturn and she is forming an exact conjunction with jupiter during the aquarius new moon and both jupiter and venus are benefic planets but both are in signs that they don't rule so they're still under the command of saturn now jupiter is the planet of expansion believes wisdom also on the shadow side it could be dogmatic it could be egotistic it could be uh righteous so there is some ups and downs to every sign every planet and venus can be very indulgent like jupiter um one-sided only interested in her endeavors or affect relationships love money and also food because venus rules the sign of taurus and that is related to food now jupiter and venus together um, bring some sort of lucky aspect so it it is considered a very benefic and lucky aspect the thing is that jupiter and venus are both getting a square from mars so again more tension something else happening some more tension and um venus is applying the square now in regard to jupiter mars has already separated from the square but venus is a faster moving planet than mars so she has not perfected the square between mars and herself now this can bring issues with couples arguments and disagreements and it is happening right before valentine's day so we're probably gonna see a lot of different ways of expressing love venus is in the sign of aquarius so maybe we're gonna see more gestures on social media we're gonna see more declarations of love that are you know posted on social media versus going out and having a romantic dinner or going out dancing or on a date so there is some type of restriction venus in the sign of aquarius is a little bit more logical than romantic a little bit more in her head and less expressive um the venus and in aquarius individual if you have this natalie in your chart you require a lot of freedom it's a very freedom seeking eccentric type of love and a lot of them have their own interests and they need a lot of alone time to express these interests and uh, belong to their own social networks and then from there go back to their lover so the venus in aquarius is a little bit more detached than all the other venus placements so venus being part of this tension with mars it does point out to having disagreements with your loved ones disagreements with your partners and we just have to be careful we have to think more logically and um, try to express ourselves more respectfully especially because mercury is there mercury is retrograde and luckily they're not as close to the sun so mercury and venus jupiter and saturn um they're still being combusted by the sun but they're not very close to it so they are gaining strength the sun is moving out of the sign of aquarius and once the sun is far enough from jupiter saturn and uh, venus and mercury they'll be visible in the sky and we consider that being born again thus everything that they rule is going to start functioning more easily and naturally versus having all these retrograde hiccups and things like that but going back to this stellium energy now it's very unusual to have so much concentration of energy in one sign stelliums happen often but not too often the last major stallion that lasted for a few years was the capricorn group so in the 90s we had a set of capricorn heavy people being born with the sun the moon and um outer planets a mix with personal planets in the sign of capricorn and last year we also had a mixture of that if you were born around um capricorn season when the sun's in capricorn then you had pluto saturn jupiter and capricorn and if you were born near the new moon in capricorn it was going to be also including the sun and the moon so um stadiums are not that often but when they are a lot of people with this energy tend to change the collective consciousness we have terms like indigo children crystal children and um, this is based on the generational planets and how we get stelliums and The children end up being born with a different level of consciousness. And it's said that the crystal children, they have a purple aura. Indigo children have a purple-ish aura and etc. So what I'm seeing here based on this chart is a lot of evolutionary consciousness. Now Aquarius is fixed air. And... The mythology around the constellation of Aquarius is that the water bearer was appointed the constellation of Aquarius due to Zeus having an infatuation with him. Now he was appointed sharing knowledge, sharing wisdom. And that's what the water bearer does a lot of people think that aquarius because it says aqua aquarius is a water sign it's not it's an air sign but air has moisture air has water in it and water creates life water has microbes water spreads germs water carries life all the elements working together create life on this earth so the energy of air is to spread knowledge to spread logic to spread ideas and evolve especially aquarius air gemini is lower level ideas and then we have the energy of libra which is socializing and collaborating and communicating so all the air signs they're masculine they have a flavor of knowledge and having so much air this is gonna be a year of air so many people having ideas so many things happening and back in 1962 when all these same planets were in the sign of Aquarius, we had develop- developments around outer space. And earlier this year, they started talking about that, that eventually we're going to hear some news about aliens. And it's interesting how these developments synchronize with astrology. So back in 62, that's when the first man, John Glenn, was the first man in outer space so we are gonna see a lot more developments around travel around technology and the efficiency of technology about improving um the airlines improving travel improving learning improving methods or processes that are now going to help The communities versus the governmental structures because the sign of Aquarius is a sign that likes to work with the collective as a whole the last aspect that I do want to take a look at is Chiron sextiling Saturn Chiron brings great opportunity to heal now with Saturn it's a little rough Saturn forces us to heal so we've had a lot of communication with Chiron. Actually, Chiron's going to be talking with us this year, very heavily aspecting because we have a lot of air and Chiron is in fire sign. It's in the sign of Aries. So Aries is communicating with air, air signs. And um, Chiron's given us a lot of opportunities to release some stress, to work on our gifts to develop self-confidence to be more in line with her life purpose now the mission of Chiron is a little bit skewed as he is known as the wounded healer and this energy here is hidden talents Um, talents that come with pain or trauma or some type of hurt or injury and we tend to bury it and not pay too much mind or attention to it because it's not really in our face forward but the pain is there um the the doubt is there the the self-esteem is there in that area whatever it's impacting but it's really hard to face because it's a deep down wound or injury okay so that was the recap in regard to the new moon in aquarius and now i'm gonna get to the forecast and as always i invite you to look at your rising sign your sun sign and your moon sign because those are all the areas of life that will be affected by transits we see the sun is connected more to the career the moon is connected more to the internal feelings and mood and your ascendant is the primary uh, indicator of the life path so that's also very strong and that's how we find the house positions in your chart and if you do not have a natal chart such as this one right here in the screen you can always go to my birth chart calculator where you can get a free birth chart and you can have it with you so you can start exploring your own astrology yourself and start learning with me so i invite you to learn with me bring your chart and you can notice if there's any planets hitting any of these degrees then that means you're gonna feel some type of effect or some it could either be positive negative but you're gonna feel this energy in the sky very strongly in your personal astrology the description to my birth chart calculator will be below for aries sun moon or rising this energy is happening in your 11th house and this is a new beginning in regard to your long-term goals so long-term goals long-term gains dreams collaboration networking that's going to be on your mind for quite some time because after the new moon um, and the sun venus mercury they all move out of the 11th house saturn and jupiter will remain there so still revamping that area of life this is a good time to start on those projects if you have plans to collaborate with people if you have plans to be part of any type of humanitarian organization or even start your own charity things like that think of long-term trajectory things like investments or retirement accounts that you want to pay attention to so they can grow and you can have a stable future and bring stability into your life this is a great time to do so now um overall the planets in the 11th house sextile your natal ascendant so they're gonna sextile your ascendant or if it's your sun or moon that we're talking about in aries All the planets in Aquarius are sextiling, providing support and also making you feel quite well. So this is a very good transit for you, Aries. And for Taurus rising, sun or moon, this new moon is happening in your 10th house of career and status. So issues around career developments are going to be highlighted in addition to the home and career axis. Because whenever we have such a huge stadium energy in one side of the chart, the polar opposite sign also gets affected. Um, So you're going to feel some pressure in regard to the home. And Leo rules your home and Leo is in the sign of Aquarius. So again, tying in the home for you so maybe your responsibilities around work or the amount of work that you're doing or not even um having a job so it's either it whatever extreme work situation it could be overworking or not working at all that's causing a lot of stress for you now mars is in your Um, First house. So it's actually energizing your ascendant, giving you some willpower and some push through. So if it's time for you to, you know, crack that computer open so you can rewrite and revamp your resume, then go ahead and do that. But if you are in a position where you can further yourself to promote, this is a great time to set intentions. The new moon is all about intentions. It's all about new beginning. That's when the sun and the moon are refreshed and reborn. They unite in the sign. And this doesn't happen often, right? The next time we have a new moon in the sign of Aquarius, it's not going to be until the next time and that's around January of next year. So take advantage of this energy, set intentions to either promote or get a new position or get a new job, um, and also balance the home and work life. For Gemini rising sun or moon, this new moon is happening in your ninth house. So this is a beautiful new moon for you. It's a house of beliefs, it's a house of travel ideals uh, languages information gathering experiences connecting connecting to foreigners and foreign lands so you're having new beginnings in regard to your belief system in addition to having um, maybe thoughts of either attaining another degree or going back to school or just getting tutored or mentored by a teacher or a guru, Um, you're expanding your beliefs and your knowledge and rewiring any old um, beliefs that were not serving you anymore, that they were keeping you um, at a level that you were not evolving and you were unhappy and unsatisfied with your life so this is a great time um, to set intentions on either traveling or connecting or learning something new it's a very very good transit for you and even after the sun moon and venus and mercury leave you still have jupiter there and jupiter is a natural ruler of the ninth house so he's going to expand this area bring a lot of opportunities typically when jupiter transits the ninth house it usually brings a group of people or a um like an astrology tribe that you will be interested in so it doesn't have to be astrology it could be anything in regard to your interests so whatever you're interested in you can meet a group of people that are also interested in this and then you find your new soul tribe you are feeling a little bit of the effects of mars being in your 12th house but that will run its course so um if you are not able to sleep pretty well because usually when mars is in the 12th you have issues with sleeping or you could even get nightmares make sure you place an amethyst a celestite a herkimer diamond or selenite any of the softer white intuitive stones light baby blue stones next to your bed so you can have a good night's rest because Mars is making you a little bit restless you do have Uranus in that house but he's gonna be there for a while and he's gonna continue to just expand that area of the subconscious and bring downloads and connect you to new information and for cancer sun moon or rising the new moon is happening in your eighth house so this is a good time to take up studies um, anything in regard to the occult or secrets or you might even discover some secrets either in your circles like family or friends that could be enlightening because it's the energy of Aquarius. Um, open your eyes somehow or just um you get epiphanies in regard to things that you were seeing and you were not really comprehending at that time and all of a sudden you find silent psychological connections which can change your course change the way you see things and the way that you are connecting with others on a more intimate level On the other hand, this is a good time to set intentions around money. So the 8th house is connected to joint resources, but it's also connected in business astrology to the money that you revenue from your career. So if you are looking to attain a promotion or looking to start a side business venture, it's a good time to set intentions around that if you are a student of psychology this is also a good time to set intentions on connecting to the material and maybe um be more successful because it is a house that's connected to psychology on the other hand it's also a very traumatic house it's the house of death and rebirth so you can also be inclined to work on any type of injury that's been holding you back any type of feelings or memories or experiences that no longer serve you and you want to put them to rest so you're able to move on move on and transform so for you cancer you're going to do a lot of transformation this year as jupiter and saturn will stay there for the rest of the year. And then Jupiter moves on and Saturn keeps on changing this area of life for you. Mars is in the 11th house of friendships, networks. So you might feel a little bit more driven to take initiative and connect with people that are um, aligned to your ideals and purposes. It, it can also bring up any type of disagreements or issues with friends so be careful with that energy there but all in all this is a good energy to just recharge yourself and connect with your tribe now for leo sun moon or rising the new moon is happening in your seventh house of relationships partnerships contracts business contracts collaborations so this is a good time to send set intentions on Um, how you want your marriage to be or your partnerships or even very close intimate friendships to be if you have intentions on partnering or collaborating with other people this new moon was just what you needed because now you can set those intentions maybe you can set an outline on how you're going to change things around so if it's in a marriage how you're going to improve your communication and um, also your romance but if this is a business collaboration, then this is a good time for you to set intentions on what it is you want out of this new partnership. What are the expectations? How you are gonna work with this other person and work together? How is this gonna benefit both parties? Because it does take an energy of that balancing Libra, right, that's a natural house ruler. But with the Aquarius energy, because Aquarius rules your seventh house cusp, you have to think of higher ideals and eccentricity in whatever contract that you're going into so this new venture needs to be genius needs to be out of this world or just connected to technology and um also connecting to networks and reaching out to massive amount of people and networks now on the other hand for romance this is a good time to plan adventures. Maybe both you need like a weekend getaway or um, you need to bond a little more because you've been feeling not connected, not too romantic. With Venus and Jupiter in exact conjunction, amplifying your feelings and how you feel about other people and feel about your spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, is going to help you out. Just tap into that inner love and for Virgo ascendant, Sun or moon the Aquarius new moon is happening in your sixth house of work daily routines um, health so it's a great time to go and get a checkup also send intentions around how you want your work to look like what do you want your days to look like what is your routine what are your habits so how are you of service this is another place that this house um, correlates to is the way that you are of service so for the next two years you're going to have saturn there and for the next year you're going to have jupiter and for a couple months you're going to have mercury and venus will exit with the sun momentarily but you are rewiring now you are setting intentions on finding the best balance the best habits the best health routine and organizing yourself getting it together maybe for a while a little thing you know things got a little bit out of control I mean as a Virgo rising I doubt that it got out of control but it might feel like that for you so get your new routine going look at everything you need to change but don't forget those doctor's appointments very important, get your physical checkup set new intentions around this and look at the rest of your life see how it's functioning how your habits are affecting it and how um, you can be a little bit more efficient and of service to others and this new moon will be excellent for you and for Libra ascendant, sun or moon new moon's happening in your fifth house this is an awesome placement so your fifth house of romance what you love creativity entrepreneurship and um inner child children it's being activated for two years by saturn so a lot of rewiring a lot of changing leveling up there and jupiter is going to be there for a year and then the rest of the planets kind of dwindle out but you are being rewired in regard to tapping into your inner creativity what is it that you love who is it that you love um how are you connecting to your children if you have any how are you connecting with your inner child how are you feeding your soul so all this year and a little bit of next year you're gonna see some rewiring in regard to what you really enjoy your inner expression Um, your inner self and how you express that to others how others see you and um, see your inner genius shine now Aquarius rules your fifth house so the energy does oppose the natural energy of Leo because this is the natural house of Leo and you just have all your houses flipped that way so Aquarius is now ruling your Leo house it is a good time to think about the things that you really want to do so during this new moon work on you work on maybe even taking a short adventure with a loved one or start dating if you don't have anyone in your life and you want to connect and you want to share your love with another person then take those initiatives what is it that you want to do are you going to connect on social media are you going to go out take a jog and maybe you know talk to people mingle there to see if you find someone so take those steps plan accordingly or just take the leap and start your own business this is the house of entrepreneurship so for scorpio rising sun or moon the aquarius new moon is happening in your fourth house of the home and this is a beautiful new moon for that as you can set intentions to just foster more deep connected relationships with your loved ones with your family spend more time at home maybe clean and re-energize the home by moving stagnant energy getting rid of things that no longer serve you things that you no longer use maybe broken items like tidying up the place and purging things that are not of use for you They're, they're just taking up energy taking up space now i do think this is a great time to tap into your uh, genealogy and get to know your uh, heritage and culture and maybe connect a little more with the family or just start making those memories with your own family make uh, family traditions and family customs and connect with your children etc now if you are not in a marriage in a relationship this can also be a great time to meet someone and that special someone could form a family with you jupiter transiting the fourth and fifth houses typically can bring um, higher probability of pregnancy and we're having the moon there which is the great mother and venus which is romance so this is also a good time to have a child or set intentions on having a child and this will change your life completely. It will transform your everyday life routines and your sacred home, right? Because that's what the fourth house is. It's your sacred home. On the other end, the fourth house is also a connection to your inner feelings and your inner child. If you have anything that no longer serves you, this is a time to let it go. We have Saturn transit there. Saturn tends to harden every single house that it transits. So for the next two years, you're gonna be looking very deeply into your feelings and seeing what it is that you need to get rid of so you can change the patterns that you're in or you're stuck in and that no longer serve you. It can bring a lot of responsibility to the home, a lot more uh, things to do, but you can do it. So set intentions on just bonding with your family and cleaning up your sacred space. And Sagittarius sun, moon or rising, this new moon is happening in your third house of siblings, neighborhoods, uh, licensure, short trips, communication. So this is a great time to just have fun. Set intentions on learning something new adventuring your local environment or connecting with your siblings neighbors um you know we've been in the lockdown for a while so maybe it's a good time to go to your neighbors and you know share your experiences of how all this made you feel and bond by making new friends you can find a friend in your neighbor now Another good uh, thing about this transit is if you've been thinking of taking up a short course or a type of type of any type of certification or uh, licensure, this house rules that. So this is a time that you are going to be developing um yourself in those areas you can even be the one developing the courses so if you are planning to eventually launch a course then as a Sagittarius rising with all this activation in the third house this is awesome for you to develop those um you know mini online courses or maybe an astrology course that you're creating Anything like that, that is not necessarily college degree, but it is going to give a skill to a person and it's going to help their daily quality uh, life and routine. The third house also is connected with our daily routines and habits, such as the sixth house. So whatever it is that you do, just make sure it serves the purpose of short, quick skills um communicate with your siblings connect with your siblings and spend more time in your neighborhoods very great time for you and for capricorn sun rising or moon the new moon is happening in your second house of resources of self-esteem of value you're going to be revamped on that area i notice that typically when there's such a transit um your food or what you value as food changes you tend to be more of a picky eater especially with saturn there you start becoming more aware of what you're putting inside your body how that is nurturing your body so you start connecting more with the food so this is a great transit to revamp your diet the food that you're actually taking in and how you're nurturing and valuing valuing your own body another uh thing about this transit is that it can also bring issues in regard to your spending habits and how you are uh using your money how your money is being spent so take a look at that take a look at your budget jupiter in the second house can help you grow so if you are in business it can help you grow and your wallets grow too so um this is a good time to set intentions on maybe how you expect your business to do but if you're not in business then this is a good time to set intentions on how you want your money to grow so the second house uh new moon is calling you to look at your budget to look at your inner self and what you love and the food that you are using to value your body and for aquarius sun Rising or moon, this new moon's happening in your first house. This new moon is all about you. This transit is all about you. You're gonna see a lot of changes in the area of the self and also the rest of the houses. Whenever we have a lot of activation in the first house that is the beginning of your life path so if you're a aquarius rising this is going to apply to you the most at a lesser degree the sun and the moon Because as an Aquarius rising, this is your first house, this is your physical body, this is the self, and these planets here are aspecting every single house in your chart, they're aspecting the 10th, which is career and status, they're aspecting the 4th house, which is your home and your um inner child and they're also aspecting the seventh house which is your relationships and how you partner so your entire life gets aspected in addition to the other houses that do receive aspects but they're not major aspects so find yourself develop the self do things that you love this is an awesome new beginning in all those areas and because you end up having this massive amount of energy this big huge stadium which ends up forming a mega planet a lot of areas in your life will be dramatically changed and for pisces rising sun or moon This energy is happening in your 12th house. So you're going to be doing a lot of resting. You're probably going to have a very active dream life as well. You're going to have Saturn there rewiring your subconscious and maybe bringing up some fears and traumas and things like that that you need to work on. Um, And this could also be inner beliefs. It doesn't have to be any um, traumatic event that you experienced in your life it's anything that kind of holds you back and you set as limits in your subconscious oh saturn's gonna have fun with that so it's a really good transit to just work on the self work within but very very carefully taking a lot of rests making sure you get a lot of mental health checkups like not necessarily with a professional but you're looking at your um, health how you're feeling how you are behaving and you know just nurturing yourself it it's also a great time to develop a meditation practice when you have a lot of activity there as you are going to be downloading to the max you're getting rewired because once all these planets move to your first house in a few years you you're gonna be spilling out everything you learned everything you worked on during this period so get working on being of service to others maybe joining a charity or a charity organization and um helping like if you have tech skills helping them build their social media or you connecting with others over social media so this is a beautiful time to just do what you love and that is all for the quick forecast so if you like this video don't forget to subscribe hit that notification bell and comment below let me know your intentions and check out these two videos that i'm recommending for you i'm pretty sure you'll enjoy them until next time bye